TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. It's that time of night, you can't stay up tight. So come and join the people and I'm feeling all right. You run over not America. Over not America. Oh. Yeah, how about that? Last couple of hours of the Ann Keefe Radio special. Oh, I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope it was worthwhile to sit back and listen to Vintage KMOX Radio with Ann Keefe and Bruce Bradley. I was uh, just sitting back and admiring the chemistry that the two had for all those years. They were so good together, weren't they? From what I understand, they would cross over from about an hour a day, but each had their own individual shows. But the times they crossed over were great. The interesting thing about that special in particular that last hour is that it was simulcast on C-SPAN. So actually, C-SPAN was in the KMOX studios for the purpose of covering our hookup with Russia. So the first hour or so of the C-SPAN broadcast was with Bob Hardy. And then C-SPAN stuck around, and it was Bruce Bradley and Ann Keefe, and they decided to document that, too. Even though it wasn't a direct hookup to Russia, it was still something that they wanted to bring to a national audience, and I'm glad they did. I'm glad that was preserved. So much of radio history is long gone and lost. I would almost wish there was a robust archive somewhere you can open up a vault Kind of like Scrooge McDuck, you know, I want a big vault door and it's got a big wheel on the front like it's a tugboat and you spin that thing and it unlocks all the pins. You open this thing up and wow, look at that canister after canister of reel-to-reel tape and you just go through. I almost wish that was the case, but it's really not. There's so much history that's just going to be lost forever that was broadcast on radio. Television did a much better job of preserving their history, mostly because a lot of their history was you know, pre-recorded. So it was a package deal. They went out and covered something. So they kept it on tape for radio. So much of it happens live. So much of it is unscripted, just like this radio program. Luckily, in the world that we live in today, where storage is no longer an issue, you could save your show forever as long as you prefer to do that. And then other people uh, like to save their shows. But still, there's so much from radio's past, all the glory years, the golden years of radio lost. 
I just want to let you know what you listened to with Ann Keefe was not the easiest thing to find all of that. It, it took a lot of work. And I hope you enjoyed it. I got some great text messages, including from Clint Hasse, who actually, if you listen to the first part of the KMOX special yesterday, he's the one that opened up by reading that Anki poem that was written by Tom Langmeyer. And he messaged me, and he was, you know, just very happy. He thought everything was going great. He said, outstanding, grateful for all of your documentaries, uh, documentaries you created preserving KMOX history. He says, uh, Thank you, Ryan. And I, I thought that was great. It was a nice little thing. Got a call from Kevin Clean today, and he may be listening right now. He may have uh, was able to listen to this, but he called me earlier and said, I stayed up past my bedtime to listen to some of this. And you know what? That's a, that's a compliment and a half right there. I found that if a radio personality keeps you in your car longer than you want to be, we know that in this industry, a big portion of listening comes inside of a vehicle. But if you are reaching your destination, you pull into the parking spot and you sit in your car to listen to the radio show even more, that's good radio. I don't know if I have that effect on most people. I, I don't know. Maybe this late at night. I think the listenership is probably less in the car and more in the home. It just kind of changes mostly because, you know, people are settled in for the night. There's not a lot of traveling going on. It's not like drive time or, you know, rush hour or things like that. But it's just something different. If you had an opportunity to listen to the special today, I want to thank you for enjoying it. If you made a special point to join me tonight just to listen to this special, I want to thank you so much for it. Tomorrow morning, I plan to post the podcast of the special. When you strip out the commercials, it is still a very long radio documentary. Well, with commercials and, you know, we have news and weather and things like that we take a break for, it comes out to a three-hour special, so spread out the segments over three hours. When you listen to it straight through, it's almost two hours long. I think it's one hour and 50-some minutes. It's very close to two hours. By far the longest documentary, radio documentary I've made so far. And I got to say, if you want to listen to it in its entirety, no breaks, just start to finish, you could download the show starting tomorrow morning. I'm going to post a link to it on my Facebook page. It's uh, Ryan Wrecker Radio if you want to find it on there. And it's probably the easiest way to get to it if you find it on Facebook, Ryan Wrecker Radio. And maybe you know someone that is a KMOX fan, grew up in St. Louis. You know, even if it's someone that you know listened to Cardinals or did at any point listen to KMOX as part of their life, send a link to them. Let them know that this exists. If you enjoyed it, they probably will too. And that's a great way to help uh, spread the word and share these things. I always enjoy learning people uh, uh, enjoy this special. It's uh, consuming and bringing them happiness, if that's even just a couple hours of it. And I can tell you what, we need a couple hours of a break from all the seriousness every now and then. All right, so we only have, what, 45 minutes roughly left in the show today. We're live up until midnight. And then after midnight, we're going to replay the specials so you can catch it right there. If you want to call in, you can. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. Always like to hear from you. Take your calls. It's Overnight America KMOX. Traffic and weather together every 10 minutes, mornings and afternoons on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. Welcome back to Overnight America. 
and it's a Wednesday night, getting close to Thursday. This week has just flown by. What a weird Thursday, too, because originally we were going to have the Kansas City Chiefs play, but now they were moved to Monday during the day. Then there was a presidential debate that was canceled, So, but now there's a town hall meeting. So you have Joe Biden, you have Donald Trump each doing their own town hall thing. So tomorrow's going to be an interesting one, to say the least. Man, that schedule can change in a moment, getting so close to this election. Let's take a few of your calls if you want to do that or text in at 314-436-7900. Let's go to Sharon. Welcome to Overnight America. Hi. I just want to compliment you on your specials. I've listened and enjoyed each and every one. I know there's more to come. Uh, But uh, immediately, you made a comment minutes ago about the person that leaves their radio on uh, in a car or something to hear the uh, whatever on the radio. I That happened to me today. I pulled on to the parking lot at my church, but I left the radio on, windows down for fresh air. I left the radio on. I wanted to hear, and it was probably Rush. It was about that time of day, Rush Limbaugh, and that was more important to me. And so I could relate. You just referenced that minutes ago. I've done that many times. I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear the, the rest of that segment. That? Yeah. What yeah, uh, was Rush you. on today, or was it a guest host? You know, I want to say Rush, but okay. uh, you know, and I'm a little. And I, I was at church about uh, prior to noon. He should have been on. But I, anyway, I can relate to what you're saying. Many times I pulled onto a parking lot, and I, more important to me was to hear what was said on the radio than uh, going in and doing my business. I just wanted huh. to relate. Well, thank you very much, Sharon, and thanks for sharing that moment uh, on Overnight America. Isn't that great? I don't know how I feel about delaying someone going into church. <laughs> well, that was Rush that did that. Well, no, okay. <laughs> I don't, the priority is there. Normally, I, I would think, oh, that's kind of neat. That's flattering. But uh, the church side, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Let's go to Mark, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Yes, sir. The second night in a row. I, I think uh, your efforts for all this uh, came out in the wash, and uh, it Probably I can imagine it was a lot of work to uh, find all the material and uh, have it versus commercials and whatever, but uh, that's just uh, par for the course having ads all the time, but it still was good, and I think that uh, it's uh, she did leave, Anne left a lasting legacy through all this, and um, it was well worth your effort that you put together in doing that. Oh, Anne was great. She is someone that I wish I could meet. In fact, I haven't heard from her son yet, and you heard her son Chris uh, on this special a lot. And I've been Uh hoping to hear from him. I didn't get a text message from him, and I thought, oh, I'm hoping he got a chance to listen, so maybe I'll message him tomorrow. It's probably too late to message him right now just in case he's sleeping. But uh, the nice thing is I had some other family members of hers reach out to me, some uh, grandkids. So they're, they were looking for ways to listen to this, so I was able to help them with that at least. Maybe if they're in Rochester or some other place and they didn't get a chance to listen live, that uh, at least they'll have a nice documentation of a family member. And, you know, I found that out with the Jim White special when I put that together. 
since Jim White was on so late at night, his kids never had a chance to listen. They were too young going to school, things like that. And, you know, by the time right. it was over, you know, it's, they didn't have a whole lot of interest in what dad was doing on this radio station. But the kids, the grandkids who never had a chance to listen to him when he was on the radio got to hear him for the first time listening to this documentary I made of him. And that, to me, was just uh, very humbling and amazing. I do so, have I, one uh, question I just wanted to clarify. Is your your name either Brian with a B or Ryan? I just want to be sure. It, I didn't yeah. misstate it. What is it? Sure. It's Ryan with an R-Y-A-N. I could, that's the way I wrote it in an email to those blind friends of mine, so I got it right. Well, you have a good night, and thank you very much for presenting that. I mean, that was well worth all the time you put in it, and it all came out in the wash. Great. Well, thanks, Mike. Have a great night. That was really nice. Or Mark, I'm sorry, Mark. Uh, I got your name wrong. You know, there's a text message that came in. Let me read this real quick. Said, you and Ann Keefe have something in common, having a dialogue with callers and finding something interesting in most every call. Well, that's actually a really nice thing to say. I, that's a great takeaway of Ann Keefe. That's one of her attributes, her characteristics that I never thought about until you put it right there. She's a, She was a tremendous interviewer, and I think part of being a good interviewer Larry King probably said it the best. When he goes into an interview, he does very little preparation. <laughs> and you would think, wow, he's one of the great interviewers. He was known for that. He just had the ability to have these conversations. But he said he didn't want to be tainted by what he, you know, something that's scripted. So he became very knowledgeable on the subject. And then he came in with a blank slate and a lot of curiosity. And I feel like, in a way, that's kind of how I approach things. Let's go to Mike, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. How you doing, Ryan? Good. I enjoyed that one. Uh, that's one documentary you put together I did like with the Bruce Bradley and Ann Keithan. Yeah, and the last hour. Once it, yes, and what I liked about them, too, I don't agree with Ann Keithan's views, but it was amazing them two could work together and totally different. But at the same time, she was very clear to the point. But I would keep compare you more to uh, Bruce Bradley. Give him a compliment. I didn't care for her putting the Bible down and she said, well, that's her opinion or burning a flag. Uh, that would turn me off her real real quick, but I will admit she was very professional uh, making her point, would you agree with her or not? They were very good together for being totally different and they were totally opposite on things. But one thing they did both have comments about Democrat uh, Republican Party. You had to admit they both lie in both parties, but that was pretty good. I would give you a compliment for you with Bruce Bradley better than Ann <laughs> Keithan because you believe in the Bible and you are conservative, and I think you're honest and you're fair, and you do talk to liberals as well and, and people like me. A different thing. I think you do a great job yourself. Maybe I have a whole thing for you someday. That's why I complimented <laughs> your Facebook and said how good you are. I meant it. I don't flatter nobody. Yeah. That's why I said how good you were the best on Facebook, because you are. You know, it's funny because then people will call in immediately after you, and they'll say I'm the worst. <laughs> well, yeah, there's some, yeah, there's some people like that, right? But I need I'm, to uh, reference you I'm, in the future. Anytime someone oh, says that, I'm going to direct them your way. I, yeah, thank you. But there's I talk to my all. But I mean, I tell people the truth. We compliment no flatter. I think you do a great job. First time you cut me off, but the more I got used to you, you're very <laughs> professional. k Mux is very blessed, including the callers. We're very blessed to have you on there. Well, thank you very much, Mike. Good to hear from you tonight. Have a good one. Look at that. He's going to put together his own... Mike Hall of Fame, the Minister Mike Hall of Fame. 
I wonder who would be in the Minister Mike Hall of Fame. Maybe we should do that one night. We come up with a list of about 20 people, and I would be one of them. I guess Bruce Bradley, maybe? Uh, There could be so many other people that fit that criteria. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. I don't even know what to do right now. I, I feel like... We got a couple of minutes before the weather. I was going to talk just a little bit of wrapping up the Amy Coney Barrett, but we don't need to. You probably saw this at KMOX.com. The McCloskeys, it looks like they're pleading not guilty, and that happened earlier today. But there was something that I thought was more interesting that happened over the weekend with the McCloskeys. So find this at KMOX.com. St. Louis couple, you know them as the McCloskeys, of course. They are uh, interesting. They're a national known name now. I think a lot of times independents and conservatives, Republicans, things look at that and say, you know, it's about time someone stood up. And when it comes to their front door, showing them they're not going to take it, that's good. Then you have people on the other side, the ones that are very sympathetic to this uh, mob rule, this intimidation thing that goes around. And, oh, how dare they get out there and and, sh- and brandish a handgun when there's a, a mob of people in front of their house and then they want to see them prosecuted. So St. Louis couple uh, were in court earlier today, indicted in a St. Louis grand jury last week as plead uh, not guilty. So they pleaded not guilty to two felony charges in a brief hearing that happened earlier today. That's not really the story that I wanted to talk about with them. What I really wanted to talk about was the thought that over the weekend someone posted online that the McCloskeys came into their restaurant and they were the server and... As the tip part came in, you know, the server comes in and says, okay, thanks for eating with us. Here's your bill. Do you need anything else? No. Okay, here you go. I'll come uh, pick it up when you're ready. So they pick it up. They pick up the card or whatever they were paying. I don't know if cash or card. doesn't matter. Server comes back and notices that the McCloskey's left a tip. Oh, that's nice. Oh, you left a tip. That's, that's really great. Looks at it. The tip is a picture of the two of them, the McCloskey's on their front lawn holding their guns, and it's autographed. Thanks for the great service, the McCloskeys. <laughs> so it's a tip to the server. I don't know if they actually left anything monetary, as in here's a, a couple of bucks or whatever. But they left an autographed photo of themselves on their lawn with the guns. <laughs> I think that's so awesome. How do I get an autographed photo from the McCloskeys? I want that. From not only for my office. Actually, I want a couple of different ones. I want it for my office at KMOX. I want it for my home office. I may even put it right next to my bed. You know, I got a picture of me and my son, and then I'll put it right next to it. I'll frame it, and it can go right on the nightstand. Uh, maybe even over the mantle. It would look really nice. I'll blow it up, make it poster size, and I'll put it right over the fireplace. Look wonderful on a nice cold winter night, that fire going in the McCloskey's holding their guns above the mantle. <laughs> I just think that's so great. In fact, them leaning into it, acknowledging that uh, this is, look how crazy this is. It, it's almost like they've become a parody of just how insane it is that they're even getting charged. So uh, cheers to them for <laughs> pulling that off and even thinking to do something like that. This is Overnight America KMOX. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word. 
even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. News Radio 1120 KMOX. The voice of the Cardinals. And overnight America for the next uh, half hour or so if you want to join the show you can call or text that's always an option for you so amy coney barrett most likely will get confirmed i thought she was so impressive the last couple of days so you heard all the opening statements some things that were said that were fair some things that that were said were absolutely not fair but uh good for her she handled them all the right way and she answered the questions and i thought she just did a fantastic job and i'm always I'm always uh, looking for that. And with the actual vote, I hope it happens soon. I hope they don't try to push it back. It looks like there may be a delay tactic that's used, but still I hope that they just push it on and do its thing because the inevitable is going to happen. I feel like she is so qualified for this. There's no reason to vote no for her if you're only voting on the merits of her qualifications and if she is someone that is ready for the Supreme Court. Imagine... What that's like to be her, to be that close to actually being on the highest court in the land and to think the the legacy of that. If you want to think about prestige, president of the United States would be number one. Supreme Court justice might be number two. I don't know if there is another title in government that would be higher than that, honestly. I mean, that's that's to me even more impressive than vice president, mostly because people will always remember your name if you're Supreme Court justice. A lot of times you forget vice presidents. Uh, it's very easy to forget vice presidents. Isn't that something in, in history? There, Unless it's something that's in recent times or you lived through it. But if you were to go back and someone were to say, hey, uh, who was who Eisenhower's vice president, right? You would probably think, oh, boy, um, hmm, I don't remember. Sometimes you would do that. Or, you know, who was uh, Roosevelt's vice president or who was in people sometimes don't even remember presidents of the United States. You go back and how far back can you go without actually needing a guide to do something like that? The Supreme Court justices are a pretty big deal, at least in modern times, too, when they become more or less part of the public discussion. So when I look at what's going on today in the in the progression of this hearing, you, you look for a few things. You look at how people react. You look at the answers they give, if they fall for the trap or not. She didn't have to fall for the trap. She did great so far. U.S. Supreme Court nominee Amy Coney Barrett gave her reaction to a lot of the different attacks, but there was one attack that was probably way out of bounds. It was an attack from the director for the Center of Anti-Racist Research at Boston University. His name is Abram Kendi, director for the Center for Anti-Racist Research, who wrote about Amy Coney Barrett. And let me read this quote, okay? Some white colonizers adopted black children. They civilized these savage children 
in the superior ways of white people while using them as props in their lifelong pictures of denial while cutting the biological parents of these children out of the picture of humanity. That was from Abram Kendi referring to the two children that Amy Coney Barrett decided to adopt from other countries that have different color skin from her and her husband. How disgraceful is it that there is someone that has some sort of title that has anti-racist in it from a university like Boston University that would be able to say something like that from someone who adopted children and with all stretch of the imagination, and it's probably not going out on a limb by saying this, but probably not only transform but save those kids' lives. Uh, you think the conditions around the world are the same as here in the United States and the care and the level of care are available to them in some of these places, these extremely poor places around the world. For her to even think about doing and taking the extra step to do something like that. There's someone, uh, the church that I go to, there is someone who I admire greatly based on the amount of care and effort he has done over the years. He's adopted, him and his wife, so many different children, some from even other countries. So they had their own children and then after decided to adopt and bring kids in, the ones that weren't in the greatest of situations. And some of them came from other countries and he was telling me about some of these conditions at these orphanages in other countries. And he said it was the he said it was it would make you cry if you could see what some of these kids were put through. And it led him as a business owner to found and send money overseas to found and uh, establish other places where orphans could go so they didn't have to live in those type of circumstances. And it's to me an unbelievable act of love and humanity for him to do that and I can't imagine anyone in this world that would look at him and criticize him for doing that, saying that you are using your, you, you feel like you're so superior being a white man to go out and try to help these children in other countries. I, I just cannot imagine that. And some people think that way. Some people are just lousy, terrible human beings to think that way. So that was one of the points that was brought up during the testimony by Senator John Kennedy. He's out of Louisiana. And I want you to listen to how he brings this up because he was very intentional to make sure that this person that said these pretty despicable things were put into their uh, proper context and shamed for it and rightfully publicly shamed for saying these things publicly. Listen to what Senator Kennedy said. Some butthead professor at Boston University. All right, so <laughs> right off the bat, he calls the <laughs> the professor a butthead some butthead professor at boston <laughs> university says that because you and your husband have two children of color that you're a white colonist the implication is that you're a racist and that you use your two children as props do you use your children as props? Senator Kenny, it was the risk of people saying things like that, which would be so hurtful to my family, that when I told Senator Graham this morning that my husband and I had to really weigh the cost of this, it was saying deeply offensive and hurtful things, things that are not only hurtful to me, but are hurtful to my children, who are my children, who we love, and who we brought 
brought home and made part of our family, and accusations like that are cruel. Yeah, they are, aren't they? How low can you go? I didn't want to ask that question when your kids were here. I'm sorry I have to go through that. Okay, let's talk about the law. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's talk about the law. That's a pretty awesome transition, and I think it was worth them to at least acknowledge just what we've seen in some of these different corners of the world. It's unfortunate, but it's definitely something that when you play the game, and that's what it is to some people, it's a, you know just a game, I think she's going to be a awesome Supreme Court justice. I'm looking forward to seeing her confirmed. I think that she has proven that she not only has what it takes, but has a uh, solid understanding of the law, and she's going to be a fine, fine addition. Constitutional mind. I think it'll be wonderful. All right, we got one more segment left coming up on Overnight America KMOX. Now back to Overnight America on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. And here we are on Overnight America. It's the Wednesday night into Thursday. And if you missed the special, we're going to replay the last two hours right after midnight, from midnight until 2 a.m. So that's kind of neat. Or maybe you just want to hear a special encore replay of those two hours. Better yet, we're going to be posting it online for you to download and listen on your computer, your smartphone, or send to a friend. Doesn't that sound nice? Send to a friend. It has a nice ring to it. Oh, let's go to Judith, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Yes. Hi, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to tell you how much I appreciated the Ann Keefe special. Stayed up, oh. listened to it, listened to it again from 12 to 2 yesterday. Oh. And plan to hear it a second time today. Put that wow. in my schedule. And yes, I am guilty of staying in my car to listen to a program until it's over. Uh-huh. Isn't that great? Well, you listened to the special twice yesterday, and then twice tonight you may be hearing this more than anyone else on the planet outside of me, so that's uh, impressive. And I'm I'm very impressed with the way you have documented the history of KMOX. Um, Even just a small part of it. I've, I, I hope to do more. In fact, I know what my next project's going to be. I just haven't announced it yet. So I think you're going to like it when we do make the announcement. Okay, and I do have the Mighty Mox, the book. Oh, the one that came out in 2000? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good book. I mean, there's a lot of great history and background information. I actually quoted it a few times in the Ann Keefe special. I, I kind of thought there'd be more up-to-date, and then I realized that cause I, I know some of the things that have happened since and people who are gone now. And it doesn't yeah. say that in there because they weren't right. at that point. Yeah, but, that's true, and lots happened since 2000. I mean, if you go back, Ann Keefe and Jack Buck were still around. Jim White was still around, not on the air, but just in general uh, alive and could tell a story. So, yeah, lots lots changed since 2000. Well, and Nan Wyatt. Oh, that's a terrible. Yeah, that was a shock. That story. Ah, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, that's that's another story, too, but... Well, yeah, all of these things, there's a lot that still needs to be documented, so I'll be happily putting those together, hopefully, for... Many years to come. Or not. Yeah. I guess we'll just see. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad, glad you and Camo found each other and 
you you definitely are part of the spirit. Oh, thank you. Oh, that means a lot. Thank you. How long have you been listening to KMOX? How many years? Uh, forever. My dad listened to baseball games right. on KMOX, and I had a choice. Radio with baseball and KMOX or nothing. And I, I, I just stay tuned to it. Yeah, do I do miss helped. some things, like the morning march. The morning mark? March. Oh, yes. March. What's, what's the morning march? Uh, well, they have the Lord's Prayer every morning. They still do. Mm-hmm. But they also had the morning march. And that was at 5 to 7. They had the what? birthdays, uh-huh. and they had the morning march. And it'd be like the Radetzky March or maybe John. So it'd be like marching music? music? Like so yeah. like marching bands? Oh yeah. Oh, and then the wow. Nob band, I used to love that one. Ask What's them it called? about the... that. They, they they played not one note on key. Not one. The the Nob what band? Nob Noster. It's a town in Missouri. Uh-huh. And, and they... Yeah, if you can find that recording and listen, listen to it, they they could not play a note of anything in tune at all. The knob noster. Okay, uh Judith, you uh, brought something I've never heard that before. So something new I've learned about KMOX today. I'm glad you told me that. All right. Well, uh, I'm glad you enjoyed the special. Look that one up, and if you find it, play it on your program. All right. Thanks, Judith. Have a great night. Good to hear from you. The Knob Noster. Huh. I like those little gimmicky things, and that's probably the right time to do it at 5 a.m., where things are a little bit... You know, you know what I notice about live radio at 5 a.m.? Anytime I've listened to a morning show at 5 a.m., like right when the hosts go on the air, it sounds a little bit different. Like they're a little groggy. They're trying to get into it. It's dark out. You can still hear crickets. And it puts you in a different mood and atmosphere, you know? It, there's just something different about it. And I did morning radio for a long time. And it doesn't bother me to wake up early and do morning radio. It doesn't really affect me so much. Nighttime radio is a little bit more difficult than morning radio, which is strange. Some people say you never actually get used to doing morning radio. It's just always perpetually tired. And that's true for some people, but I've always been an early morning guy. Doing the late night stuff has actually been harder to adjust to than anything else, believe it or not. Some people are just late night people. 314-436-7900. So try to find the the knob march or something like that. I'll, I'll see if I can get that for some other time. We're probably out of time for me to search for it now. There's a few things I wanted to play for you. Ben Sass. Okay, Senator Sass. He is someone that during the hearings, I guess if you're going to make this into a circus, you might as well bring this up. I'd like to pivot from uh, constitutional structure to baseball for a minute, if you will bear with me. Does, uh, sounds like he's from St. Louis, right? Uh, let's go from constitution to baseball talk. That's something that's very much St. Louis. Um, any of your kids play baseball or softball? Um, 
Two of our boys had a very brief career in baseball. Gotcha. Well, I, it's obviously not as great a sport as football, but we can still call it the American <laughs> pastime. Um, and I'd like to talk about um, the Houston Astros, who are miserable cheaters. Uh, yes. Sorry, Cornyn uh, and Cruz, uh, but both both of the Texas senators uh, sit on this committee. Um, but I think all ba- they are miserable cheaters, and that's absolutely true, one hundred percent. But I think all baseball fans know that the Houston Astros cheat. Um, they they steal signs. Uh, they bang on cans. Um, they've done a whole bunch of miserable things historically, and they, they deserve to be punished probably more than they have been. Um, but tonight is game four. Thank goodness the First Amendment protects that right for him to express <laughs> that erroneous opinion. If, if, if you want to defend cheating, that is certainly the prerogative of the senior senator. And the junior senator from Texas now rushes into the room to do some homerism. It was going uh, so well. <laughs> Um, I noticed that Ted is wearing a uh, a Lone Star State flag, uh, but not an Astros mask. Probably for the best. All right, so yeah, tonight was game four. Uh, Spoiler alert, the Houston Astros beat the Tampa Bay Rays 4-3 to today, so they're up three games to one. But who cares? I'd rather see them lose. I don't uh, have any respect for the Houston Astros. Well, uh, real quick, let's go to David before we say goodnight. Welcome to Overnight America. Oh, we just missed David. That's fine. I guess he had some information on the knob nosters. Is is it the plural knob noster knob nosters? Ah, maybe one day we'll get into this. You know, on Thursdays we keep things a little bit more flexible. So maybe during the open line portion, someone could call in and talk about that. Uh, one other thing. Let's see. Okay, Pelosi on CNN rejecting the GOP relief bill. That's another big thing. So. We know that there has been some negotiations. Negotiations were called off. Then Donald Trump said, all right, fine. Uh, let's try it again. Just pass just the uh, portion of the individual side. So just get some checks out to some people, help them along the way. Uh, that didn't work. So apparently there was another proposal that was sent to Pelosi's way. $1.8 trillion, way too much, but still a lot less than what the Pelosi's of the world wanted. Uh, she rejected that. And it's been kind of uh, the question, why? And Wolf Blitzer was asking that on CNN. I have for over 30 years represented my constituents. Uh, I know what their needs are. I listen to them and their needs are not addressed in the president's proposal. So when you say to me, why don't you accept theirs? Why don't they accept ours? Okay, because the needs of what you're trying to accomplish are different than the needs of the American people. Now, the, the needs that she has definitely do not reflect the needs of everyone else. I mean, the the needs have more or less gone out the window in this case because do we really need to throw a bunch of money to forgive student loans? Is that something that would be necessary to fight the virus? I don't think so. You wrote a letter to House Democrats and you said this. Let yeah. me read a line from the letter uh, you wrote. The president only wants his name on a check to go out before Election Day and for the market to go up. Is that what this is all about? Uh, not allow the president to take credit if there's a deal that no, will help I millions of Americans that. right now? He's not that important. But let me say this with all due respect. And, you know, we've known each other a long time. You really don't know what you're talking about. If the plural of anecdote is not data. Yes, there's some people who said this or that. Overwhelmingly, my caucus wants what is right for the American people. No, I don't think so. I think more or less you're trying to jam a couple extra trillion dollars in there because you feel like you can get other things that are more important to your party than the American people. All right, we're back again tomorrow at 8 o'clock. A replay of the Yankee specials coming up next. Have a great night. We'll see you.
beats with the lonely rain Wishing I could see your face again Change the dial on the radio Find something playing kind of bluesy and slow If things were only like they used to be We'd be lying in love tonight I wish you'd call me platform with something for everyone news in order to secure convictions in a court of law it is essential that we conclusively sports that clock at four Doncic. the step back three you bet. music you set my world on fire and even podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on tune in go to tune in.com or download the tune in app to start listening